Previously on the Black and Blue Report. Right now, as a part of the Saints coaching staff here in training camp, is John Carney. It's been beneficial. I've really enjoyed it, and I think the young guys have appreciated my experience and what I've had an opportunity to pass on to them. I want to make sure I get this right. Six Pro Bowls, if I'm not mistaken. Old decade team, the 2000s. One of the 50 greatest Vikings. Kevin Williams, do I have all this correct? It's a little bit different. Uh, I got a great group of guys around me, though, helping me adapt and... uh, and it's just been, uh, I mean, it's been all fun. Make sure when you come to Saints practice, you watch the wide receivers and their coach, too. John Morton's uh, an excitable guy. Now, from Studio B or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Here we go. The Wednesday Black and Blue Report is all teed up for you. Back again here in White Sulphur Springs, West Virginia at the Greenbrier as Saints training camp 2015 continues. John DeShazer's back with me today. We've got a great show for you. Stefan Anthony makes his Black and Blue Report debut today. We'll learn also more about new Saints running backs coach uh, Joel Thomas and Tim Itower as well on today's Black and Blue Report. Um, not bad day. I think I think there was a lot to be learned about this team, even, even in a practice coming off an off day, J.D. Yeah, a bit of a bounce-back day. They come back to practice. I uh, had the day off yesterday, so uh, it was interesting to see how they bounced back. Coach Payton said it was a little bit sloppy in the middle, but picked up at the end. So good to see guys basically with their legs under them, uh, trying to get the mental reps in and trying to stay focused mentally because you get out here and at some point in time get a little bit fatigued. Obviously the sun came out today, so that probably didn't help them a whole lot, but it's good for them to get that into them so they can kind of toughen up a little bit. For whatever reason, uh, Brandon Coleman wasn't able to go the whole way today. So Sean Tavius Jones, your guy, John, uh, Got some more reps today. What'd you th- what'd you see? Well, I mean, you know, the receiving core as a whole actually looks impressive, and I think uh, certainly uh, the guy who stood out to me, even more my guy, Shontavious, was uh, Jalen Saunders. They had the uh, third down drills, and Jalen Saunders made a couple of really, really special catches to me. Uh, a small guy who's trying to make a name for himself on this team. We know he's a returner, but if he's going to be on this team, he can't just be a specialist because they have other guys who can return, namely C.J. Spiller and Brandon Cooks. So he's going to have to show up in that receiving core, and he didn't hurt his calls today. I mean, he, he made a nice acrobatic leaping grab, made some grabs on, on slants. So I like he looked pretty good in those third down drills. NFL officiating crew here today for the first time. I think they'll probably be here through uh, the scrimmage on Friday. Did you notice any change in practice watching those guys on the practice field with the players? Well, you saw a couple of flags, I can tell you that. And, and Mark Ingram had the best line. He was saying, you know, when you're not out here with referees, it's like street football. You know, everybody thinks he's getting held. Everybody thinks it's pass interference. He said, but when you get the real officials out here, you can kind of get a better gauge of what exactly is and what isn't. So, you know, it looked a little bit more structured from that standpoint. You see a flag here and there. They explain to the player exactly what the infraction was. So that's always good knowledge to have. Anything else jump out at you? I know that sometimes it can get to be a little bit like Groundhog Day and there's a routine to every practice and we feel like we're seeing the same thing over and over again. Uh, is it is it hard to break that that thought and uh, or is this just kind of one of the things that you have to almost let this thing progress as it goes? Well, it does get somewhat monotonous and, and maybe that's not such a good thing for the kickers because Dustin Hopkins looks like he might be nudging ahead of Zach Hocker. Dustin Hopkins, Dustin Hopkins again, makes all four of his attempts. Uh, Hocker misses another one. So, you know, the last couple of times they've been out, uh, one guy's been four for four, Hopkins. The other guy been three, has been three for four. That's Hocker. And uh, so certainly, you know, if you're going to base it, you know, on what you see, 
and all you can base it on is what they have done in practice because you hadn't been into a preseason game, then you got to feel a little bit better about Hopkins than Hopker right now. But uh, other than that, you know, yeah, you get a little bit of a groundhog feel out here because, you know, it's the same drill, same drills, but you do see some guys getting a little bit better. You mentioned how Kakaha and the second burst of energy he has, which as a pass rusher guy who had 19 sacks last year, you know he's got some effort in him, but you like to see that out of him. Uh, Kasim Edabali is a guy who Coach, Coach Payton mentions from time to time, a second and third and fourth effort guy. Uh, we've seen a lot of out of Bobby Richardson, a free agent, rookie defensive lineman who's really stood out. So, you know, some of those things, it gets to be a little bit monotonous, and yet it's exciting because you see some new guys who are trying to carve a niche in the NFL. Let's talk about a couple of our guests today. Tim Hightower, whom you wrote a piece about yesterday. Um, number one thing that stuck out to you from your visit with him that we'll hear today on Black and Blue Report. Well, you know, you, you have a guy out of the NFL for three years, and you figure, you know what, he's probably going to move on and do something else. But, you know, what struck me is that not only did he come back, but he seems to have come back uh, pretty well. I mean, Coach Payton spoke highly of him. Got to be difficult for him to make this team, but he looks like he might have a chance, and it doesn't look like he's any worse for the wear being off. And mostly what he said was he's changed off the field, better husband, better father, uh, better in the community and those things. And I guess you get a little bit perspective, you know, a better perspective when you're not able to play the game. Another guy we'll hear from today, Stefan Anthony. You want to share what you told me at the early part of practice today, or do you want to hold off on that statement? Well, I, I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't screwed. <laughs> you know, I think he's going to start. I'm, uh, I think he's going to start from, from game one. If it's not game one, it's going to be pretty early, man. But, you know, now, Danell Ellerby is a guy who was ahead of him uh, in the rotation. And obviously, if Ellerby's been out these last few years, and now Anthony not only is in with the first unit, but the guy who's getting the signal calls, which signals he's able to re- handle those responsibilities. And you like to see that out of a rookie, obviously intelligent. And then he's a big, big thumper. Not just a thumper, though. I think he can play in the passing game as well. So he's a guy who I think he, I think he's going to be on the field. Yeah, definitely special teams, too. We watched that today. He's one of the key protectors of Thomas Morstead on the punt team as of right now. All right, I'll tell you what, let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll hear from Stefan Anthony. And uh, we'll move forward from there. John and I with more from the Greenbrier here on the Black and Blue Report right after this. At Smoothie King, we're so much more than just fruit in a blender. Because each and every Smoothie King smoothie is blended for a purpose. Whether you want to firm up for summer or last longer in the gym, make it one more mile or simply make it through the day, we have a smoothie just for that. If you're looking to purify your diet, hurry in and try our new Nutty Super Grain Vegan Smoothie. Made with almond milk, Sun Warrior Protein, Super Grains, and a peanut taste you'll go nutty for. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. Hardwood, hardball, and hard knocks. This is the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back. You know, we've been talking about number 50 sticking his nose in there and uh, being very noticeable here early in Saints training camp. By the way, the guy that wears number 50 is Stefan Anthony, the rookie out of Clemson. Nice to meet you for the first time. Oh, man, I appreciate it. Nice to meet you as well. You're smiling, so that's a good sign, right? It's a good sign, a good sign. You know, I'm putting a couple good days back-to-back, man, and trying to enjoy this weather. 
How's your head? Is it swimming right now, or are you getting a hold of all this stuff? I'm, I'm kind of getting a hold of it. Yeah. You know, as it's, it's getting there. You know, a little Nick picking mistakes, but uh, that's part of the game. We talked to you right after you were drafted, probably even that night. I'm pretty sure you were our first phone call. Um, and I just remember saying to John, uh, who we work with here with the Saints, right. that's a smart kid right there. He'll be okay. And and it's paid off. Oh, yeah, it has, man. Uh, it's been a tremendous opportunity, a tremendous blessing for me, man. And I'm just truly trying to take advantage of it. All right. So you have the little orange speakers in your helmet now. Um, right. How has that been to adjust to coming from college football? Uh, man, I, I, like I just told the other guys, man, I kind of enjoy it. You know, being able to get the call a little bit earlier than everybody and, you know, being able to get your head around and lined up. Is it? Is it something that's that takes getting used to as far as looking at players that you have not played with yet in a in a new league to not necessarily command the huddle but have right. their attention and and get them where they need to be? I, I think we all got to adjust to each other. You know, uh, it's pretty much a new group, and you know, I know a lot of these guys have been together for the past couple of years. But you know, every year is different, so we just got to continue to adjust to each other and learn from each other and continue to grow together. All right, let's let's get right to the play now. Um, right. You know, the speed of the game. It seems you've you're doing okay at the moment, right. um, but how much faster is it? Ah, oh, man, it's fast. It's fast. I think, to me, in my opinion, I think the biggest difference is the offensive lineman. You're talking about some big guys, 330 pounds that can move. That's, that's it. That's that's the difference in the game. Yeah, I, I think that I've watched that with some of the young pass rushers, too. Uh, they don't quite get through the line like they used to at the college level. Oh, man, <laughs> hey, those guys are big and athletic now, real big and athletic. Will you want to try some other spots in the field, or is Mike something that really suits you well? Um, you know, I got to be able to play them all. You know, I, I got to be able to know my, know Sam, know the will, and then being able to put myself in those positions as well. The fact that you played in the number one defense in college football last year, what Clemson's become, the coaching staff there, you know, with their roots back toward OU and and everything else. How much did that prepare you for what you're having to now do in this next step? Oh man, I, I can't, I can't. I can't say it enough. Well, what those guys are doing down there at Clemson on defense, it's, it's going to be special, man. And uh, I think the coaches do a great job of getting you prepared for what, what to expect at this level. And I, that's, that's big up to all my coaches, Brent Venables, Hob, Coach Hobby, man, and Coach Dan Brooks. It's, it's amazing how prepared I was. All right, about a week's done with camp now. If you were to call one of your buddies from back in college or back in your hometown, right. what story are you telling them uh, right now about your your first look at NFL training camp oh, on man. and off the field. On and off the field. Yeah. I know where you're going. Uh, be ready to sing. Yeah, that's what I kind of feel you right Be ready to sing. Be ready to sing. You know, I I, think I went with the, the lean on me. I kind of, okay. yeah, okay. lean on me. I went with that and uh, kind of turned out all right. I might have to go again. <laughs> you didn't practice, did you? Did oh, you just get up and do it or did, were I you working on it? it? I just got up and did it. I wasn't, wasn't prepared. You know, it kind of. You up, you know, so it's one of those deals. But it's, it's fun, man, to get up there and entertain those guys. And like I said, it's, it's a long camp, and you got to be pre- prepared for it all. Are you prepared for Joe Vitt? Have you gotten used to that yet? I'm, I'm getting there. Yeah. yeah, man, he's he's one of the um, greatest coaches at linebacker, man, and um, it's an honor to be, be able to play for him. Give me an idea of what you want to see happen here. Let's just take, if we were to take week one and put it behind us and now look forward to week two, give me something you say, well, I'm going to try and be better at this, or this is the next thing I want to have my arms wrapped around. Oh, I'm wrap my arms around my feet work. You know, I just want to continue to work on my feet, man, and uh, keep continue to keep them under me. You know, I'm, I've been a big, long, athletic guy, kind of get my feet under myself and then try to run. But um, that's, that's the biggest thing I think I'll hop on right now. 
You don't smile like this when you're on the field, do you? Oh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> different, different, way different. Keep having fun. I've been watching you, and it's been fun to watch you as well. Thanks for the visit. I appreciate it, man. Yep. Thank you. Everything you need to know about your New Orleans Pelicans is right in the palm of your hands. The New Orleans Pelicans app is easy to use, plus makes an excellent companion whether you're watching the team in the Smoothie King Center or on the road. Recently added features on the app include the latest videos and highlights, plus access to a full list of arena amenities. Download the Pelicans app for free now on your iPhone or Android devices. For more information, check out pelicans.com today. Ever been surprised by a bill? A big bill that's higher than expected? Entergy's online tools let you take control. Try level billing so there are no surprises. Pick a due date that works for you. And sign up for alerts to remind you when your bill is due. Make your bills fit your budget. Don't wait another month. Take action today at EntergyIdeas.com. That's the power of people. Entergy. Want each show delivered right to your iPhone or iPad? Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by searching Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to the show. As we mentioned earlier, Tim Hightower is a guest, and here now is the Saints running back for their own John DeShazer. Okay, first you got to tell me the story of where you've been. You were out of the league since 2011. Here you are trying to make a comeback with the Saints. Where have I been, man? I've been uh, in, in uh, pursuit of getting back to uh, fulfilling and living the dream, man. Um, I've been with my family. I've been uh, maturing. Uh, I've been I've been all over, a little bit of everywhere. But most most of it has been just to get back, doing everything I could to get back to playing this game I love and finish this thing off. Now we know you injured your knee, but specifically walk me through what it is you know that you injured, how how you came back. Uh yeah. I, I, I tore my ACL there with with the Redskins, and you know it just, it's just uh, sometimes those ACL things they can be pretty straightforward nowadays. You have you know you have really good doctors and you have really good therapists where you know it's pretty routine surgery and you can get back you know six to eight months. That's typically the timetable. Um, but I, I had some setbacks, you know, I had some setbacks, so it just took mine. Mine just took a little bit longer. It took a couple of second opinions and a little extra work and a little extra determination and uh, some prayers, man, and and. Um, you know, three years later, here I am. Uh, so it, it just was a little bit longer process than normal. What were the setbacks? I mean, was there infection or complications? Or? Yeah, there was. There, you know, I had had some issues with some uh, scar tissue and some issues with some infections uh, that were kind of laying there for a little bit. So, um, you, you know, it, it seemed like so long ago. But like I said, there, it, it just seemed almost like it was one thing after another thing. But the good thing about it is all that's behind me. When you're in a situation like that, do you ever feel? This might not happen for me again, or do you? Or is getting back to the game what drives you to keep pushing forward? Um, yeah, not at all. I mean, to to, to say I didn't have my frustrations as, as we all do in life uh, when things you know don't go according to our plans. Uh, you know, you have your frustrations, you have your challenges, and you have your days where they're a little bit harder than others. But you know, when you have goals in life, um, when you feel like you have a purpose in life, and when you when you have good people surrounding you who are pushing you and challenging you. Um, I don't think giving up is really ever an option, um, and I don't think people allow around you who love you allow that to be an option. Uh, so, for me, it was never it was never an option. It was just a matter of when, how, you know, how long are we gonna have to push through this and push through this, and uh, you know, just making sure that you know there there was a light at the end of the tunnel, and I just kept doing everything I could do 
daily to make sure that I had a chance to, you know, finish this dream. Now, ironically, you're a guy who thinks fans should remember because mm-hmm. of that Arizona playoff game, the wild card game where you bust loose for the 60-yard touchdown, right, right, I think right. it was. Um, you know, long time since then. But you know, why the Saints? Why you? Why do you choose the Saints to come back to to, to make your breakthrough with? You know, you know what I, I think. Uh, Coach Payton and, and and what they're they're building around here. Um, you know, this league is is younger, it's, it's cheaper, it's faster. It's you know, you have a, a few coaches who you know they value veteran leadership, they value veteran experience. Um, and, and not that you want a whole bunch of old guys running around. Um, but I think with what he's trying to build around it, he's trying to build a smart, tough, physical football team um, who does smart things and smart players win win games. You know, and and uh, I think it was a good match. You know, I, I have some experience. You know, I, I've played in some big games. I've been around some good leaders, and uh, there's some good leaders here. And so to be able to come here, they got some young talent. But also got some guys and Drew Brees and Ben Watson and some other guys who you got good veteran leadership to build a core group of veterans who've been there and played in some big games. I think it'll help bring and mature some of these young guys along and help build a, a true football team. Now, word is you also catch what a thousand balls a week off the jug machine. <laughs> Man, I, I I try to do whatever I can to, to uh, that 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 typically is my number. Sometimes it switches up. Um, Man, just whatever you got to do to 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 be your, to be your best each week. Uh, that's what I try to do. Now, physically, you somewhat unrecognizable. You got rid of the dreads, man. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It was time, man. Eleven years. I haven't had a haircut in eleven years. So, um, no, I, I really. I, t- I told my family. I, I told everybody. Uh, you know, when you when you when we go through tough stuff in life, you know, you feel like. It defines you, you know, and it, it, uh, it you come out and, you know, you feel when you come through something, you feel refreshed and, you know, you feel like a different person. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was just kind of, uh, I, I told my family that when, if I got an opportunity, to, that when I got an opportunity to come back, I would be a new person on the football field as, as a father, as, as a husband, as, as, a, as a person in the community, I would be a new person. So for me, it was just kind of like symbolic. The old stuff was behind and, you know, new beginnings and uh, start fresh. Now, typically we see you being the first guy on the field most of these days. Uh, is that just, you know, you getting mentally prepared or are you loosening up? I mean, what, what are you going through in that in that preparation process? Uh, it's setting the tone. There's, there's, there's so much with, with football, man, as with any other profession, there's so much to do to work on your craft. And uh, that's one thing that um, – being away from the game, you get a chance to just really study, study other players, study great players. Um, and one thing that's been consistent with uh, great players and pr- people who've been successful at any level is their preparation, how they value, you know, practice, what, you know, whether it's an instrument, no matter what it is, what, what, it, what it is but they really value preparation and uh, being, being on time, being the first person out there, giving yourself extra time, taking a little bit extra at the end, spending a little bit of time working on your craft, I think that's something that the older I get, you know, you may not be a 4-3, you know, but having that, you know, getting out here early, working on my techniques, doing things to make sure that my all-around game is strong and solid, um, it just kind of sets the tone for me for practice and um, and just for the rest of the day. Last question is a dumb question, but I'm going to ask anyway, how's the knee? Oh, man, the knee is awesome. I, sh- I should be asking you, man, how, how's the knee look, man? It looks fine. <laughs> no, it feels good, man. I, I'm well-rested. I'm ready to go. All right, John, thank you very much. We'll talk more running backs with the running backs coach for the New Orleans Saints, Joel Thomas, right after this.
Last year, over 400,000 people from 90 countries and all 50 states came to Auctioner to find the critical care they needed. People who could have gone anywhere made Auctioner their destination for a level of expertise, clinical research, and treatment options they couldn't find anywhere else. Auctioner and our affiliated physicians are renowned for leading-edge cardiovascular care, cancer care, pediatric care, innovative treatment of neurological disorders, and more. Our outstanding transplant program has resulted in Auctioner leading the nation in successful liver transplants for years. And today, Auctioner is partnering with physicians and strong community hospitals throughout the Gulf South to bring access to the highest quality of care closer to home. Find the care you need today. Call 866-AUCTIONER for a same-day appointment. Auctioner, healthcare with peace of mind. Everything you need to know about the Saints and Pelicans is right here on the Black and Blue Report. Well, the Saints have a brand-new running backs coach this season. It's been fun to watch you so far. Joel Thomas is with us for the first time in the Black and Blue Report. Uh, Joel, how, how, how's it gone so far? Uh, it, it's, been, it's been great. You know, i got a tremendous, uh, first of all, tremendous organization to be a part of. Um, love, love our offensive staff and our, our staff in general. You know, Coach Payton's been great to me. And, uh, you know, we got a pretty good running back crew that uh, is returning with a lot of experience. Um, obviously, we ha- we've added a couple new faces, but uh, they come out, they work hard, and, and it's been a tremendous experience. More on that group in a moment. i got to ask you first, your whole coaching career is at the collegiate level. What made you want to make the jump to the NFL? Well, I, I, it's, it's been a few years in the making, yeah. Yeah, more than a few. Um, I actually did an internship back in 2008 with the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and at that time, you know, sat down with, with Coach Tomlin and he said, you know, you belong here. It's just a matter of time when you want to make make that jump. And and as my college career, you know, started developing, I had a chance to be around some backs that have gone on the NFL. And, and, and it's just it's something that's it's the best in the world, not not America. It's the best. It's the best in the world. The players that we're dealing with, and and I'm honored to be a part of what we're doing, and, and so excited to, to get this thing going. Draw me a. a- a comparison here or a contrast if you will between august at the collegiate level and what you're finding here in an nfl training camp and i know that as an intern you got your taste of it but now to be fully a part of it no it's 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 football all day all night it's football and at the collegiate level your football your your academics um you know the management of players is differently you know with, with college you know there's there's guys figuring out how to to balance a checkbook, how to lock their apartment. I mean, it, it's guys that have been away for the first time. So you're, you're dealing with a, a different uh, uh, age of, of your player as well. So um, those, those would be the main differences. It's interesting. As a college coach, I'm sure you were watching the guys you coach go on and you'd follow their NFL career. Um, now you're going to see it from the other side, and you'll see the kids coming out of school and you'll get your hands on them. Yeah, it's, it's, that was a really interesting part because when, when I did get hired, I went straight from – Arkansas to the combine for the most part and mm-hmm. a lot of those kids I, I was around recruiting and uh, so you kind of knew them differently than than say an NFL uh, veteran running back coach that had been in the league for 10 years they, they maybe not know who the the next up-and-comer is so it'll be interesting here the next you know few drafts that uh, that we have I'll, I'll know most of the, the prospects as they come through take a kid like Marcus Murphy who's a rookie just coming out of Mizzou with you just now leaving the collegiate ranks to the pros Will you be able to relate better to those young players, you think, because of that? I think so. I, I think, you know, 
ultimately your, your, your resume is what, what you are, you know, as a, as a coach. And I think when you, you coach at a higher institutions or upper institutions like Washington or Arkansas and, and you start producing backs that are very productive, I think that gives those kids the confidence as well that, hey, you know, we know what we're doing. You know, the funny thing is that our, one of our, our last loss that we had the season was against Missouri, mm-hmm. and I was scared out of my mind that Marcus Murphy was going to take a return on us. So, um, you know, I want to see a bunch of them now, but, but back then I didn't want to see them at all. What kind of a teacher are you? Can you describe that for me? I'd, I'd say I'm hands-on. Um, I like to get involved and, you know, teach the technique that's going to help us on game day. Kind of, you know, people have used the phrase that you want to, you want to load your toolbox with all your tools so you can, you know, go to work and, and have answers when you have a problem. And that that's kind of how I, I gauge myself. I want to make sure that we have the correct answer when a variable or a problem or a situation should arise in the game time, and we're not we're not uh, helpless. Joel, break down the Saints running back position group as you see it here uh, in early August. Well, right now, you know, it's it's been pretty evenly spread as far as the reps go during camp. You know, just getting everybody in the rhythm. Um, you know, today was really the first day. I think we we kind of gave a guy here four or five reps in a row. Um, you know, Mark Ingram, he's been, he's been solid. You know, he, he's acted like a, a vet, you know, a guy that's been in this offense. He knows the, the little intricacies of what, what goes on with the running back. Um, he's, he's, he's quicker than, than some people may realize. And, uh, you know, he hasn't ran a lot of routes in games, but he can, he can do that very well. Um, very, he has very good football savvy. You know, C.J. Spiller, you know, if the people are here at practice today, I think they saw – how special his speed is when he gets in space. It doesn't look like he's running, but he's covering a lot of ground very quickly. And uh, I'm excited to see you know when we get the lights on, you know, let him go. Um, Kyrie Robinson, I think, has had a tremendous camp. Um, he's running physical. He, he's starting to show he handles the entire concept of our offense. Um, you know, it'll be interesting too to see. See, I think his game is getting better daily. Um, Tim Hightower has been a welcome addition to the group. You know, he's kind of the the old the old man of the group, um, you know, but he's come with a uh, rejuvenation, so to speak, because he hasn't been on a football field in a while, you know, with his his past. So he's come along. You know, I really like what he's doing. He's knocking the rest off. Ed Baker, you know, he's he's a kind of a got a little jitterbug in, in him a little bit, but he can roll out. He's done a tremendous job on special teams as well. And then obviously uh, Marcus Murphy, um, we're exploring him daily, you know, to find out what his fit is. And obviously in the return game, that's where he's pretty special as well. And then we got our fullbacks, you know, today was a limited day with fullbacks. Um, but that, that competition will, will ramp up here when we get to the goal line short yard situation. Fun group to watch. Enjoy watching your work so far. Nice to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you as well. Thank you. At Smoothie King, we're so much more than just fruit and a blender. Because each and every Smoothie King smoothie is blended for a purpose. Whether you want to make it one more mile or simply make it through the day, we have a smoothie just for that. Bring us your purpose and we'll blend it. Looking to purify your diet? Hurry in now and try our new Nutty Super Grain Vegan Smoothie. Made with almond milk, Sun Warrior Protein, Super Grains, and a peanut taste you'll go nutty for. Only at Smoothie King, proud supporter of the New Orleans Pelicans. Smoothies with a purpose. Take flight with your New Orleans Pelicans and host your birthday party, corporate event, or a holiday party in a Pelicans luxury suite. No matter who you're entertaining, let the Pelicans take the hassle out of finding a venue and planning world-class entertainment. Luxury suites are available now for the games throughout the Pelican season, giving you great seats to see the biggest stars in the NBA. For more information and to book your luxury suite night, call 525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com today. 
Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Here's Sean Kelly and John DeShazer. Well, John, with the morning practice uh, now done here on this Wednesday, that means we're getting closer and closer to Friday, which I think everybody's excited about. That'll be the black and gold scrimmage. But we picked up after the off day yesterday. The next, uh, I guess, milepost, it seems, would be Friday, right? Yeah, that's it. I mean, walk through this afternoon. I think tomorrow's practice is probably going to mimic more of a walk through than anything because you don't want to risk getting guys injured. And I think it's going to be a little bit sloppy weather-wise uh, here. It's supposed to rain uh, on Thursday, and you always worry about guys and their footing uh, if there's rain. Not to say that there's anything wrong with these fields. They're top-notch, but you always worry about the footing. So, yeah, everybody's looking forward to getting out there Friday and, and because that's when you really get the gauge. You, you know, you can pop all you want to. You can thud all you want to. You can go half speed, and you can see the DBs kind of tackle guys. But we had not had a chance to see guys do any peelbacks on those DBs who are getting all those free shots in. We hadn't really had to see the, the real, real hand-to-hand combat along the offensive and defensive line. So we're looking forward to getting in there and seeing some of what's happening in the, in the trenches. John's right about the rain. Believe it or not, there's a 100% chance of rain in tomorrow's forecast here in West Virginia. I guess that means it's going to rain. just depends on, I guess, what time of day. There is the turf field available, too. Um, I think we're done. I think that's a wrap. You feel good about today's show? I feel pretty good about it. We can wrap this one up and we can move on. Loved our guest today. Thanks to Tim Eichtower, Stefan Anthony, Joel Thomas as well. What a great guy he is. And, man, what a, what a talented position group he is working with now in those Saints running backs. We'll bid you adieu on this uh, Wednesday. Don't forget more on NewOrleansSaints.com as the day progresses. John will be right in there. We'll also have a little video recap of the day's practice for you to take in. And then we'll see you tomorrow back here on the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans, the Black and Blue Report. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.